This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Wow, God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. <laughs> What a great time we had in Abelkuta. So God alone be all the glory. When you step out of the four walls of the church, we know that Satan is real. And I told them for service, all kinds of oppositions. The anger was just like, why should this be at the center of the city? I mean, it was. But to God be the glory. And I told them for service, my honor and respect for Apostema went to another level. Another pastor would have run away from the stage with a thunderstorm and rain. That was not ordinary. My parents said that when they saw it, they held each other side and began to pray for us. When they saw it, they said, that kind of rain. I grew up in a bed that I never seen. I'm not even there physically. Remember, the sound we're hearing. They, oh God. And it was, I believe it was a reaction to what happened the night before when people were burning their charms, renouncing the infant, giving their life to Christ. When they show some of them on the screen, and that is the main thing. The infant is a very strong soul, like, I mean, but you see, nobody left. <laughs> Apostle preached as though there was nothing. He took his time to share the old message, scripture by scripture, we drove to Lagos yes, I was asking him. When the rain started, he got all the manga and he said to his side, look, no rushing. His clothes were being blown. They removed all the stage monitor. Stadium light went off. He put the message in the dark. But you know what? That didn't stop the power of God. When he made the altar call and I saw the number of people that came out to give their heart to Jesus, I said, my God, a woman said that because of my baby I was nursing, because the heaviness of the rain that I went to sit down inside the car, but I did not leave the stadium. I opened the door, so I, I, I sat inside the car, face that I kept listening. Thank God for that. Jesus is Lord. Oh God, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And to God alone be all the glory. Everybody that left from Lagos, maybe about 40, came back, no casualty, no snow, no nothing, no ugly story. All the guest ministers, like those who say, man, who flew, landed Lagos, some of them drove from Lagos, some of them took train from Lagos to Abelkuta. Orange came from America back, she's back to America, just came because of the beating. Everybody made it back to their destination, no ugly story. Nothing was stolen from anybody in the city. Nothing was stolen in the hotel. You know, we just bless the name of the Lord. We give God. We will not take that for granted. All glory and praise to the one who is the keeper of Israel, who does not sleep, nor slumber. We bless his name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus again one more time. Praise God. I want to preach a brief message again today. Hopefully it will be brief indeed. <laughs> Psalm 34 verse 7. 
My voice is better now. It was terrible for service. And I look a little more. <laughs> I, look, I look stronger now. That for service, I look like somebody about to fall asleep any moment from. My son said, You are looking. <laughs> Why don't you go to sleep? <laughs> Hallelujah. The angel of the Lord encamped around them that fear him. And those what? I want to talk about the deliverance ministry of angels. They bring message. They deliver. And I want to focus on, just check a few examples in the Bible. When we say God will make a way, he may, one of the ways through God makes a way is to send an angel ahead of you. And I want to tell you about what to also be careful of because they can block ways also. This way is important that you must be in alignment with God's plan and purpose for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Daniel 6.22. Can I have your seat? So let me not keep on standing for you. Daniel 6 verse 22. You know, when Daniel was put in the den of land, Daniel said this. I, at the end of the day, I will say what you have to do. Which is very simple. Last week I spoke about the word to speak. I'm talking a bit about prayer also. But most important, I'm talking about being um, in line with God's will for your life. God's purpose. Uh, a person can actually move away from God's plan and open up yourself to destruction. And that has happened to many Christians. The lady you call Naomi in the Bible. Because there was a bit of famine in Bethlehem. Our seven husband decided to go to another country. The husband died, the first one, the second one died. Because you are a believer, the Lord does not permit you to move any out without praying. Commit your ways to the Lord's hand. There is nothing wrong with traveling to anywhere in the world. But pray first. It's important. You, you cannot follow multitude. Oh, this is what's written and then jump there. You are a covenant with, you are a child of God. Your father must be involved. When you sense peace in your heart to go somewhere, go there. But not before. I get what I'm saying. When Daniel was thrown to the den of lion, and the king said, Has your God been able to? Daniel said, My God has sent his angel. Remember, I told you that there are classes of angel. My God has sent his angel and assured the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me. So, on the outside, people saw that lions refused to eat Daniel. But Daniel gave an explanation. Whether he saw the angel or not, we don't know. But Daniel was so certain that before he landed in the den of the lion, God sent his angel to shut their mouth. That's why they can't hurt me. Be praying under your breath as I share this message, hopefully briefly. There are lions in this world whose mouth must be shut. There are lion, lion likes a, a people. At a point in Daniel's life, he was fair to the lion. But thank God, he said, God has sent his angel. 
We don't pray to angels, we'll pray to God, but like Jesus taught us, you can ask God to send angels. How many of you will need to say that right now before the end of the service? I spoke about reinforcement last week that you might need more angels to get involved, especially when the spiritual activities around you are heightened. Your children are under threats. You might need to ask God for more angels than the ones working with you. Jesus showed us and Elijah showed us, Elisha. Now again, Daniel was aware. In Acts chapter 5, Acts chapter 5, I think when they go down to verse 22 or so, verse 22. Verse 22. But when the officers came, go, let's start from 20. Something happened. Go stand from 19. <laughs> You know, as they were preaching, they were locked up in prison. I am just showing you from the Bible how early people were conscious of angelic ministry. Let's start from 18. When, when it looks like great things are happening in your life, you don't expect Satan to fold his arm and just do nothing. As they began to preach, and the church was expanding, the Bible says, the, let's start from 17, sorry. I want to see who. Then the high priest rose up and all that were with him with a set of Sadducees and were filled with indignation. And I still told them first time that this still happened in the city. By day one, one popular reporter showed up, entered the stadium arrogantly and began to take pictures and forwarded it to the governor, to the deputy, put it on Twitter. They turned the stadium to church and was talking. He will not do that about political rally. It will not do that by any other thing. It is when it is church, and you might be shocked, it might not be a non-Christian. But that's not my, my point today. It's, it, it's amazing. Yeah. And the overall head of the stadium management is a Muslim, but the man supported so much to the point that he was under a threat. I need to go back and see the man, because we couldn't see where I left. It's amazing. This Anyway, <laughs> the high priest rose up. <laughs> they were filled with indignation. And that was what the guy showed. In the name of, wow, this is not the period. And then, by the following morning, it was all over top offices. But he said, none of them answered him. They got the message. They saw it on their phones. They forwarded it to the management of the stadium, but nobody did anything about what he said. He came back the day two again, the following day. <laughs> And one of the staff there just said that, but this guy has never shown up with all the rallies where they will sit there and drive every stop on the stadium. One of the staff was saying, said, we are the ones who put, said, no, this guy has never. When it is short, suddenly they re And as a Christian, they, they want you to talk. Anyway, <laughs> next verse 18. And lay hands on the apostles and put them in common prison. There are common prisons. At times, believers go to jail. There will be jail-like situation from time to time. Now, we don't know the names of this apostle, but in chapter 2, Peter was arrested also and put in prison. You remember? Who appeared to Peter in the night? So now, they lay hands and put in prison, verse 19. But the angel of the Lord by night, who is this angel of the Lord? 
Remember, I say individuals have angels. Then there are angels in charge of family, probably every congregation. There is the angel of household of David. There is the angel of redeem. All of you have your guiding angel. When you come together under your umbrella, there is an angel in charge of that umbrella also. There must have been a there must be a particular angel in charge of Nigeria. And there's a demonic spirit also, the prince of Nigeria. Like the prince of Persia. That must be the class of wicked spirits. That's where events are manipulated. Every office you are, there are angels assigned, and there are demons assigned, and it depends on who the owner of the office is. Will determine who is really in charge. But when you are there, that's why you have to intercede. Because that is the only way you can gain control. Walking under somebody with something that does not belong to you. Yet the decision will affect you. You better be a person of prayer. I get what I'm saying. But that's the only way you get God involved. And you give angels access. Because in the spirit, boundaries are respected. When a man says, I'm an occultic, I don't want God. When he builds a house, demons will supervise the house. And they can torment a saint that lives there who is ignorant of his right in Christ. Yes, there can be from miscarriage to things. People pack into houses. See, this is why third service I'm talking about. You, you can't live without letting the Spirit of God guide you. If God opens your eyes, the first thing you will know is that you cannot live anyhow as a Christian. I've been saying that to people. I love this house. I just pack in. I love this car. No. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He must order your steps. Satan will take full advantage of anything you do outside God's plan for your life. He will take full advantage. The higher you rise in ministry, ask all men of God. Do you see what's still saying this? The more you ask God, where do you want me to go to? Travel to a place is not sending you. Why there you are? God will protect your life, depending on, but they, you, that's why you will know that these things are real. All the hatred he has for you, he will utilize them very quickly when you're outside God's will. I dare not go to where God is not saying, with all this, how I pray for people speak against demons, I will not, I know enough to know that you don't play it. Let, Bible says, let Satan take advantage of us. So there's a way you can give him an advantage, give upper hand by yourself. And believe me, certainly, if there's anybody, if there's any opportunity, Satan is one. You give him upper hand, ask David. The series of events that will follow before God saves you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Once you give him a little hole like this, he takes full advantage of it. And it goes all the way. Ah. Hallelujah. No matter any venue they show me, I come back to office and start praying that, Lord, is that where you want us to? Because I understand the wickedness of Satan. Our safety. Because your angel will just be watching once you're in the place of disobedience. And I'll show you one fellow in the Bible right now, or one or two. You know, when I said they will talk about Bashi, but there is something bigger than that, that I will show you. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Angel, so <laughs> they were locked in prison and the angel opened the door. 
It's as if opening prison door is child's play to an angel. He said, go and continue preaching. And the Bible said, when the officials got there, they said the men were locked in. They met the prison locked, but they found nobody inside. When it got to Acts chapter 12, Peter was lying down bound. I don't know as I speak. Somebody here and somebody watching, you will experience deliverance by the ministry of an angel today. Peter was sleeping. The angel tapped Peter. I said, rise. The person said, Peter thought it was a dream. Let's start from when he appeared, life filled the prison. That must be an angel of a great authority. The angel of the Lord. That's the name they've been calling this particular angel. Who appeared to Moses in the burning bush? All angels in the Bible refuse worship except the one that is called the angel of the Lord. When the bush was burning, he told Moses to remove your shoe. And Moses bowed. And the angel did not say, don't bow. But no other angel was able to remove that shoe. Except this angel of the Lord. It was one that appeared Joshua also in Joshua chapter 5. As they were about to enter Jericho, he was the one that led this. He said, I am the commander of the Lord's army. Some have said it was the Holy Spirit. The guy that wrote Angel of Samuel said that the guy appeared to him and called his name is Kiron, the Kiron or Syron or something like that. I don't know. I don't go into debates. But I stay with what the Bible says. That Joshua saw a fellow standing. And Joshua was a bold man. He was not intimidated. And he said, excuse me, are you for us of our adversary? And the guy said, none of the above. He said, I am the captain of the Lord's guard. You are about to enter the most fortified city in the world. But we make it cheap for you. Why? My guys are there. You can't see them. I'm the only one you can see. Yes. Sometimes if God opens that, you'll see one. But for everyone, you see there are others. And at times, seeing them is not important. Them doing their duty is what is important. So don't say, Lord, let me see an angel. You might see a demon. Somebody say, history is <laughs> Because we can't go outside. The Bible didn't tell us to pray to see an angel. Yes, if one appears, you'll fight. But I tell you the truth. If you see a real angel, you will shiver. It's not a very pleasant time. How many people have seen an angel here before? Not uh, in your dream or, <laughs> or you saw something like this. Like, you, you've seen an angel before, a real angel. You've seen one before, sir? Okay, who else has seen one angel before? Let me see your hand. Ah. But that's open people's eyes here. <laughs> there is a brother at the back. You've seen one before. Let me stand. Let me see you. Okay, sister there. Oh, my it, uh, one of our fathers also. You've seen one before, sir. Wow. Thank you. How was the experience? <laughs> Glory to God. Except they appear like normal people. That one won't scare you. But if they come in the weight of their glory, man. When they Came to talk to Pastor Buck, that wrote just as he was sleeping. One of them just picking like a like pick an object and sat him on the bed. He said, he couldn't even free himself from the guy. And he saw one, and he said the baritone of the voice. And interestingly, his wife was sleeping that she never woke up. They were talking, the beauty was vibrating, and she did with that realm of the spirit for you. It's the same technology the Lord will use and rapture. That two will be on the bed, one will be taken and one will be left. The Lord knows how to measure it. Yes. As you are seated now, if Jesus appears to you now, in this church now, you will think everybody is seeing him, but only you will see him. It is the power of the Spirit. He will stand and be talking on top of his voice, yet your neighbor is not hearing anything. 
If you hear God's audible voice, only you will hear it. Other people around will not hear it. But that voice will almost kill you. Yet others are not hearing anything. Because in the physical realm, you think you are so close. In the spirit realm, you are so far apart. It will shock you. This is Tolu and you are sitting beside Kibrakeni. Uh, uh, beside him. As close as you are, there can be 10 million angels between you. It cannot be explained in physical language, but that's the truth. I get what I'm saying? And as you move around the world, there are people marked with the mark of Christ and there are people not marked. And God knows. And spirits, they know the difference. Only that spirit don't play, they don't play fear. So even when there's people that are marked with the mark of they still try to attack except to declare that who you are. They always fear only when they hear it from you. You remember I said that in my first service. I said that many times. That something is written does not mean spirit will obey it. They obey when you put it in your mouth. Now they know that you believe it's for you. That's when they go. Jesus conquered the devil. But after conquering the devil, Peter looked back and he said, resist the devil and he will flee. Jesus has conquered him. He's supposed to remain on the floor. But the Bible says that Jesus has conquered does not mean he will not attempt you. He will respect you when you resist him. Then he will receive a lesson that this one knows that I've been conquered. But the enemy knows that many don't know. So he's still plaguing them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. So Peter woke up. The angel didn't talk about it. The chain just fell off by itself. And they got to the first door. It opened. The second door. You know, I see them this week walking with somebody and great and mighty doors will open. Because now you are not journeying alone. The Bible says when they were past the first and the second gate, they came to the iron gate that led to the city. It opened to them of its own accord. There is a spiritual technology. They don't use keys. <laughs> it's called divine presence. Gate leading to the city. Why am I saying this? It looks like a prophetic service this morning. So if you are here, you have been, God has helped you to cross the first gate, second gate. But you are here to cross the gate that leads to the city. What this means to a business person is that that is at that point that the city knows what to do. The city recognizes you. Your authority is in the city. Your product, your whatever you do, the city signature is on it. Any gate you have, next gate opens by the Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ. And for many people, all, all people listening to me and watching, in the name of Jesus, may you step into the city, season where the city gate, iron gate, the Bible calls them, but they crumble before you and you have full access in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Ministry of angels. And you can go on and go and on like that in the Bible. But I want to show you the other side of it. So if you are on page with God, he sends them ahead of you. But pray about it. Pray about them. Pray that you can actually ask the Lord to send his angel ahead of you. You can make a special request intentionally. You can make a request deliberately and ask God to send an angel. Don't just leave. Ask for them. Jesus said that I could have asked for 12 legions. 
But because I'm supposed to die, that's about you are not supposed to die. So you should ask. In other words, Jesus was saying that if not that I plan to go to the cross, I see this host, I would have asked for an angel to finish all of you. He said, but this one I'm here to die. Or are you here to die also? If you are not here, you are better ask for angels. Ask God to reinforce. Send more. And you will see more job getting done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I will just show you two people. You know a man called Balaam. In Numbers 22. Balaam. Ah, I think we start from verse 22 also. Numbers 22, 22. 22. You know, when disciple came to his house, God said, don't go. Can I warn somebody here? Those of you that love things that God does not love. <laughs> In Exodus 33, 32, 33, and 34. Let me know. The Lord started telling them. The same angel that was leading them, opening one nation after the other to them. God told them that if you provoke him, he will deal decisively with you. That's what God told them. He said, we not pardon your trust. He said, my, my name is in him. About three times, God warned them like that. That was why when God said to Moses, that I'm not going with you. My angel will. Moses said, saying, Lord, don't let an angel. Angels are not merciful. You are. So Moses knew what he was saying. He said, Lord, I know you are merciful. You are the Almighty. You are a father. Angels are not fathers. <laughs> so Moses said, don't let him. If any mistake, this guy will deal with us. And I'll show you an example of it. Now, here, Balaam was told, God said, don't go. The officials came, and the Bible said, God came and said, who are those guys? When God is asking you a question, he's asking, you know, somebody said, God is not, when God is asking you a question, he's not looking for an answer. He's calling your attention to something. He said, Balaam, who are these guys that came to your house? Uh, he said, the uh, officials of uh, the king of Balak, uh, king Balak. He said, what do they want? He said, they want me to curse Israel. God said that, don't curse them, they are blessed. I want to say this to everybody. See, this is why in the night, when we came back yesterday, then, uh, you know, uh, the group left very early. But I left a bit late. I left as apostle. Just me and him drove together to Lagos so that we could talk in the car. And then, after a while, as the choir was wrapping up, I came here to pray. There was only everywhere was dark. The Lord said something to me. I trembled. I said it was pointing to me that this is a warning. And this is why many Christians don't rise. I'm going to give a very, very powerful warning here and those who are watching me. Listen to me very well. In dealing with angels, there is something you must be careful of. Angels don't take kindly to people who violate authority spiritual authority and it extends to other authorities wherever you walk wherever you are to parent please be lawyer it's true it just said that to my spirit as a strong warning last night when I was praying never go against an authority instead by God The Lord said to Balaam, don't cause them they are blessed. I will take it a little step further. 
Never fight a person that God is blessing. It's not limited. These people I'm talking about, they're only limited to Christians. So. Um, let me say it in a way that you can understand. In this Southwest, they call some people logo. They'll say this one, there's glory on him. It is true that some people, the hand of God is just special on them, not only Christians. Number one, if you fight them, you won't stop them from getting to where they are going, but you will destroy yourself in the process. It is true. If in the choir, God is raising somebody and you are the one fighting it, and I've seen too many like that. People have died and needless, I mean, it's painful. Once you see the favor and the hand of God upon somebody, it is none of your, don't be the one trying to cut them into size and check the end of critics on social media. Ten years they can get by with you. People do always, how it always ends. You get to ask them a question, does it matter, does it concern you? So what does it concern, does not concern you. You understand? You have enough things to face in your life. Some people are giving names on earth. Whether you like it or not, they will be popular. Their names will ring bell. Please, always, please avoid talking about people. Like, just leave them. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to like them. You don't have to. But nothing will happen to, nothing will happen to you if you don't cross their paths. If you try to stop them, you'll get into trouble. Balaam was carrying a shoulder and noise, but God said, I see. The people they asked him to and cause, they are blessed. Leave the matter alone. He said, okay. You know, the devil doesn't give up on time. Then the prince, the king, king, king Balak said, really, the officials came back. Said, what I said, Balak said, he should not come. He said, why? He said, God, his God said, he should, not, he should not cost them. The guy doubled the money. Maybe when times 10. They asked him to do a walk. Said, I'm busy, I can't do it. So, okay, from 5 million to 50 million. All of a sudden, he said, I think I can. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody said to one pastor one day, he said, I was very busy praying. I'm very busy. Somebody called us. Are you free? Can I see you today? He said, no, not today. Very busy. I said, I won't be available. And I said, I was just thinking of bringing a million dollars to your house. Ah. So what did I say, no? That I will be available only to receive. <laughs> if you promise yourself that you're not going to go out on a particular day, I want to spend time with your family, don't worry about it, so I want to switch off your phone. And somebody says, come to you, I say, you shouldn't come. But I said, I'm actually coming with uh, uh, 250 million naira for you. What will be your answer? How many of you will still say, don't come? I say, I don't care. Today is today. Don't come. I'm busy. Or you will adjust your schedule. <laughs> say, don't mind me. Come. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. The Lord said, don't. They doubled the amount. Eventually, show me that scripture. Balaam decided to go. And in verse 22, the Bible says, God was angry. That he left. And who did God send? I'm just showing the dua, the dua, what how angels can function this way for protection and function this way for judgments. Verse 22, please. 
Thank you. And God's anger was kindled because he went and the angel of the Lord again stood in the way for an adversary against him. Can these guys, do they work against people as much as they work for people? Yes. I showed you in prayer, my Bible says, do not say for an angel it was an error, lest it will destroy the works of your hand. And the angel stood on the way. He was going to kill him, but his donkey saved him. And he beat the donkey over and over again. And donkey said, ah. next verse, verse 23. Please be fast, I want to end. The ass saw the angel stand in the way with a sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned us out of the way and went to the field. And balance smote the ass to turn and he was beating the innocent animal. Not that the animal was trying to save his life. Sometimes we'll fight things that are trying to save you. You know, your car can break down 30 minutes for an accident. And you kick the car. And the car is trying to say that, Madam, ah, see, you know, like she. But you don't know. Or one police just stop you and ask for the seat to your wristwatch. After you have shown him everything, he just delay you there. You don't know. <laughs> That's the Bible says, count it all joy. Remember the plane that crashed in Nigeria one time of some general, some young soldiers who just finished from that the, somebody thought they were a threat to him and crashed all of them. The only guy that said that survived, he came down from the plane for a senior officer. Yes. He was inside. Then somebody arrived and they said that no other space again and the next plane might be the following day and he just said really, that, that guy trained man, he came down and please you enter. He did not know that he came from death to life. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Eventually, let me end this song. Sorry. The ass kept seeing the angel. Then God opened him out of the ashram and he said that, can't you see? Then the angel told Balaam, honestly speaking, if not for your animal, I would have killed you. You are God's prophet. We respect you, but you are moving against God's will. You will die. But I want to read, end with 1 Samuel 24. And I'll end there. A man after God's heart. You know, at times, some losses and some setbacks are not from Satan. No. Satan, you can bind, God, you cannot bind. I don't know why this part is part of this message. To one, stay away from things that does things that don't glorify God. I am asking you as a church. The Lord didn't point anybody, but I didn't mention any issue. Whatever comes to your mind that you know, don't give Satan an opportunity to enter into your game and start distorting things. Second Samuel 24. Thank you. Is somebody with me? Is somebody blessed? Remember, doors are opening this week. The anger of the Lord said, go number. David decided to number them contrary to God's plan. Go down to, I don't know which verse now, where the angel stretched the sword over Jerusalem. Let's start from verse 10. Or, or no, start from verse 22. Verse 22. Start from 21 or 20. Uh, start from 14. David spoke to the Lord when he saw the angel that smote the people. 
These were God's people. And David said, I have sinned. I have done wickedly. But this sheep, what have they done? It's good to have a pastor like David. He was one that sinned. The people were at the one point. Nobody died in his own house. But David said, Lord, ah, ah. I was the one that sinned. Why, why killing all these people? If anybody should die, it should be me. <laughs> I pray the let your hand be against me and against my father's house. When you begin to hear of God having extra love for David, this is the reason. A selfless person. He saw members of God die. He said, Lord, no, let my family die. Let these people be okay. Most leaders will pray the opposite version of African leaders. But David said, no. Imagine a man praying that, Lord, let them stop dying outside. Let us start dying in my own family. So because the, I, was, I was the problem. Now, next verse. Oh. And God came that day to David and said, Go up, rear an altar unto the Lord. I will talk about this another day. If you ever see a pattern that is destructive or some like negative pattern coming around, there's something you can do. An altar has to be raised quickly. That's what I'll be sharing about the blood, but there might be a step also you have to take on the ground of the blood. Remember, there are principles of God. God did not tell God anything. Here, at least. I don't know what happened. God, this story says, God just told David, when they saw the sword passing, God just said, come. If it is God, there's something you can do. Go and erect an altar. This show will stop right now. They saw the angel there. said, stop him there. There's a sacrifice that can stop destruction. So, next verse. David did according to the word of God. Went up as the Lord commanded. Next verse. I don't look and saw the king and the servant coming. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. David, he refused to get it for free. Next verse. And I went there. He built an altar. So the Lord was entreated for the land. And the plague was stayed from Israel. Physically, the people were seeing plagues. Like Ebola. Everybody was just dying. But the few ones that God opened there, they saw that it was not plague. There was an angel with a sword. Every plague that has plagued humanity, maybe the angel called Abadion, Apollyon, is behind it. Many destructions. In the spirit, it's a sword. In the physical, it becomes a plague. Especially anything that is killing huge number of people is being controlled somewhere. Hallelujah. But I just said to say that theologians have argued about that. Is this an angel of the Lord? The one that killed in Egypt was called angel of the Lord. was also called angel of destruction. Does he have some angels that destroy? We will not answer that today. But one thing is certain. In all cases, they are all called angels. Angels. So when people veer up the right paths, there can be a problem. Those who are supposed to defend them at least can just stay their hand and then you can be open and be exposed. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. Well, pay attention to the first one. Deliverance. 
So many people will be lifted this, this week. Amen. So many doors will open. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If there's anybody in any kind of chain, by the ministry of an angel, the chain will fall up right now. Amen. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? Glory to God. There's no situation that you can't be delivered from. These guys are specialists in delivering people. Angels and lawyers come around them that fear him to deliver them. They can carry files. They can do wonders. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We honor you. Judgments have been turned to mercy this morning. Lift up hands and just pray in a minute. Just pray. Just pray. At times, we need to put voice to what we, whatever we share in word. Can you pray like Daniel? Can you say, Lord, send your angels to shut the mouth? And if you need doors to be open, if there's any threat against you right now, begin to pray. The anointing of God is here. Lord, shut the mouth of lions around me. All situations that are threatening me. Somebody pray. And if you need an open door, you better pray right now. Out on the mount of two or three witnesses. I showed you an example how they open door, open door, here, open door here. So you can just say, can just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, send your angels to open this door for me. Whatever doors remain stubborn, Lord, send them to open it. Two more minutes, everybody pray. you have prayed, so it is done. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are 
if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.